0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Can you just run us through the key points of your paper?
1: I wrote this paper as a reaction to some papers that had been published in, by the Grattan Institute, where they argued that uh, expenditure on regional development was inefficient um, and that could not be justified on in economic terms, um, except only on terms of equity or, or social benefit. In in their papers, they mentioned regional universities as an example of expenditure that could better be replaced by just scholarships for regional students to go to universities in metropolitan Australia. And I thought, well, regional universities, it is true they consume taxpayer dollars, but they also earn international exports um, via... Fees from uh, and, uh, international students. And so I sought to cut, ca- uh, for, for various reasons, Charles Darwin University in the Northern Territory is the easiest university to get the figures for. And so I calculated the economic impact, regional economic impacts of foreign students on the Northern Territory economy. So uh, they partly countering the Grattan argument uh, and pointing out that these that this university was earning significant export dollars, if you like.
0: Can you uh, sort of like paint us a picture of what you found about the international student market in the Northern Territory?
1: All right. Well, the Northern Charles Darwin University is a late-comer to international education. It only uh, took its first foreign students in 1999. Um, and these grew very slowly till 2009, but in recent years there's been a strong effort to grow the cohort. And so I estimated that in 2014 international students at Charles Darwin University earned about $52 million a year, to, or put $52 million a year into the Northern Territory economy, which made international uh, education exports the 10th largest export sector of the Northern Territory.
0: And you expect this figure to swell to $150 Where did you get that from?
1: I don't expect it to swell. It, it, uh, like everything, it has, to, it, it has to be designed and, and uh, helped. I expect it to come from two sources. One, a steady growth of about 10% per annum in international students. Mm -hmm. And secondly, a steady growth of 5% per annum in the fees that are charged. Now, The the growth in international student numbers Mm -hmm. is feasible because uh, there is uh, present uh, plenty of accommodation for international students and plenty of developers willing to build more. Uh, Secondly, the the fee issue, Northern Territory could grow Northern Territory University is one of a small number of universities where over the decade from 2004 to 2014, their charges to international students not only sta- were static in uh, current dollar terms, but they were actually decreased in terms of, of the export costs to to students because the do- as the dollar went to parity, Northern Territory didn't increase its fees. So the students at the CDU at the moment are paying lower fees in real terms than they were, that is international students, than they were uh, two years ago.
0: Do you believe if the university, say, keeps these lower fees, it will attract more students and, and bring in growth by more numbers, essentially?
1: Yeah, I think so, because uh, firstly, uh, Charles Darwin University is one of a small number of Australian universities, so I mean the rest mostly being in Victoria that has, is a dual sector university. So it has VET as well as higher education. So it can develop integrated approaches to attracting international students to allow them easier transitioning paths from, say, what is called ELICOS, which is the short term English language courses, into VET and higher education or whichever way you go. So the CDU has certain advantages in terms of attracting students, and also, CDU has invested the surplus that extracts from international students quite wisely and has grown its research rankings quite dramatically in the last five years. So it's increasingly able in some areas to compete on prestige I mean, it will never be as prestigious as the GO8 universities, but... Um, those sorts of factors in certain subjects are important.
0: Where do you expect these students to come from? What nations?
1: Uh, mostly Southeast Asia. Uh, CDU doesn't attract a high number of Chinese or Indian students. The Indian students are mostly in, in a joint operation that runs in Melbourne, um, but the CDU has a much lower cohort of Chinese students who are more likely to go to universities in large metropolitan cities. Um, so we're attracting students from uh, mostly Southeast Asia. Um, Nepal, South Asia, and not so much India, um, but the other countries in South Asia and Southeast Asia, so Philippines, Vietnam, Malaysia, those sorts of places.
0: Why are students from these countries attracted to universities like City rather than, rather than say, the Chinese students or Indian?
1: Um, well, I'm, I'm not too sure. I've never actually seen surveys, but based on anecdotal evidence, and um, I think the Chinese and the Indians are more concerned with prestige and also are more attracted to large cities. An Indian Indonesian student said to me once about Darwin Darwin's just a, a sort of middle-sized kampong which is the Indonesian ver- word for village so, so they, you know, it's so for the same reason uh, regional universities and other cities as regional cities um, are, are less prestigious. I mean there is a general agreement in the industry that overseas students are attracted to Sydney and
0: Melbourne in particular. And also, CDU does have centres in Sydney and Melbourne. Does this flow back into Northern Territory?
1: Yeah, my paper deals with that uh, because there is, if you like, a bit of a a potential tension between the Northern Territory government, which of course wants CDU to expand its student numbers, and the university, which wants to do it in the cheapest and most efficient way possible, because it's easier to expand the campuses in... uh, in Sydney and Melbourne, than it is in Darwin, because in Sydney and Melbourne, you don't have to worry about accommodation, but the cities provide that. So, you don't have to worry about the sorts of things like job opportunities for students, transport for students, all those sorts of things that, that uh, are a normal part of a, a relationship with students. And also, in Sydney and Melbourne, you have uh, more attractive employment environment for academics. You know, if you're an academic in Sydney, you've got, like, about five residential universities and two or three other universities that have campuses to to secure employment, whereas if you get a job at CU and you go to Darwin, there's only one university there, and that may restrict your employment opportunities. So it's easier to attract staff.
0: But it doesn't necessarily flow back into the Norman Territory, for ben- the economic benefits.
1: No, the, the, the benefit to the Northern Territory then is, is if you like... Just the uh, enrolment fees of the students minus the cost of uh, supplying the buildings and and, uh, teaching them. So that really what you're getting from a a CDU international student in Sydney or Melbourne, you're getting about 25% of their fees going back into the Northern Territory economy. Whereas if you have that student in in, uh, Darwin, you get 100% of their fees going into the Northern Territory economy plus all their expenditure on food, entertainment, etc.
0: Are there any state and policy settings that you would recommend to keep the economic benefits of CDU international students within the Northern Territory or to get more of the benefits into the Northern Territory?
1: No, I just think uh, it depends on the partnership between the university and the Territory Government in terms of of uh, the Territory Government's control over planning so that it can provide zoning clearances for uh, student accommodation, etc., um, and a determination on the part of the university to uh, expand the student base in Darwin and not necessarily in Sydney and Melbourne. The reason I studied CDU was that it's, it's the only university in Australia, so apart from the University of Tasmania, that is just a single university within a jurisdiction. So if you want to study any other regional university, the problem is that it's that within the, their state, so like, say, for instance, James Cook, which is headquartered in Townsville, there are about eight universities in Queensland, so it's very difficult to disentangle the decision.
0: So what you're saying is that because there's only one university, it's easy just to pinpoint what, you, what you're looking for?
1: Yeah, it's easy to pinpoint its its impact on, the, if you like, the regional economy of the Northern Territory, whereas any other university in Australia, it's very difficult because there are a whole lot of other universities, you know, in Sydney and when I mean, there's five in Perth, there's three or four in, in Adelaide, there's five or six in Melbourne, five in Sydney etc. It's very difficult.
0: I suppose clearer data would help then.
1: The the data is a nightmare because there's uh, a lot of people, uh, there's estimates that 135,000 people came into Australia and put on their uh, entry card, their customs entry card that they were coming for educational purposes. Now, Presumably that could be short term courses, it could be English language courses, could mean enrolment in VET or uh, or um higher ed but we don't know because uh, the they didn't have uh student visas or didn't come in on the, on the relevant visas to do with with education so we the statistics in the whole area are a mess i mean the immigration statistics don't match up to the federal education statistics the abs has different statistics so cdu is and probably the university of tasmania are about the only universities you can actually estimate their, the impact they have on their jurisdiction's regional economy.
0: There's not enough data to really determine enough international student numbers, is that what you're saying? Can you a bit clarify what you just said there?
1: Well, I suspect there are more more students interpreted broadly. I mean, for instance, in the Northern Territory, a lot of the government departments run short-term courses. they so like emergency services will run short-term training courses for Timorese or Indonesian emergency services, for instance. And that doesn't show up in the statistics. They don't come in on education visas. They usually come in on short-term stay visas, like tourist visas. It's it's a complicated area. I mean, you know, what I've told you is is sort of a simplified summary of it.